0: Okay, today's uh today's learning should be the Zekanishmas Yaqov Bintragafai Valevi, Sarale Bashmutzil, Hammer Pestori, Sabashru, Rahman R Bark, Rahum Vesha Levi, and Ramaysa bin Renachan Alevi. So we're up to Payamid Alif. We're in the middle of the Mishnah. We are three, four, five, six lines into the Mishnah. Just to review what the Mishnah was talking about, the Mishnah listed a case where the get was puzzle. Okay, the case of the get was was if you write the wrong, uh, instead of using the kingdom that you're in, you use a different kingdom, parcel. Uh you change the names, pasal, and again, and it's a mamzer both ways, because she committed adultery, pasal, mamish. So it says the Mishnah like this, kol arai sh'amru, all sh'amru, sir, pay him payam kol sh'amru Okay, the following thing, Let's have, you have to go back to the first Mishnah in Yivamas. Colorize Kolarize Amrut Sarah Sain Mutaris. The following case. The case is like this. You have two women that are falling for Yivam because they're co-wives. One is an erva. Okay. So one is the prospective Yavam's uh, I don't know his his daughter. Right? Someone marries his niece. Yeah. And marries his niece, and he marries Rachel and he dies. So his niece and Rachel fall to the brother. That's the brother's, that's his daughter. Right, niece is you know, your brother's daughter. So he's obviously not gonna do Yibam on his daughter. And not only is she exempt, she passes the co-wife also. So the co-wife doesn't even show up, she just gets married to somebody else. Goes up, uh, fine, shine. Then they find out, so you have the co-wife. The co-wife's name is Rachel. She was exempted from Yibam because she was a co-wife with an erva. She marries John. She gets a call a couple weeks later that the reason why she didn't do Yibam was because the co-wife, because the erva, that erva was an islandess, which means she was never really married to her husband, it was a mekakhtois, so she was never really involved. So you should have been doing Yibam and you didn't. So you married another man when you were really waiting to do Yibam conceptually, if you think about it, right? She, maybe she should do Yibam, right? But she's exempt because her co-wife is an erva, she married somebody else. Then they find out the co-wife was an islandist. So the co-wife was never really married. So pull, pull her out of the equation. She should have done yibum. It's a, you know. Turns out she did something wrong. So what's the halacha? The co-wife who got married to John, she has to leave John. Meaning she sort of. It's not that committed adultery because it's not adultery. But she married someone when she was awaiting yibum, which is aser. She has to leave that husband. And She's not allowed to do yibam either because she lived. She married someone else instead of doing yibam, so she, she, she has to do chalitza to that guy and a get from the second guy. Correct. So she was just the only wife. So she should have done yibam, and she didn't. So she needs a get from the second husband because that was a biblically forbidden marriage. She needs chalitza from the first from the brother. So she's and she doesn't get any of the perks that our wife gets from marriage, like mizainas uh, and all these things. All exempt. That's the that's one case. This is this next case is very similar, uh, it's just a little simpler. Very simple case. You have two wives, forget about ervas, rochal, co-wives. What's the halacha? When one of them does yibam the other one is done, right? Only one wife does yibum. Rachel does yibum. She takes one for the team. Says to Leah go. Leah marries someone else, and then Leah gets a call and says, "You know, Rachel was an islandess, so she was never really married to the first husband, so she was not eligible for yibum. So her yibum was irrelevant to you. You you should have done yibum. Same thing. She's got a divorce. It's a it's a, it's a similar situation, but instead of she, at least there, in, in the first case, she just was, like, left. In the second case, she waited for Yibam to take place with the Rachel, and then she's like, all right, now I'm out. But it's the same it's the same conclusion. she Turns out she was the only wife. But you, you can get really uh, messed up here. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the second one's getting remarried. They, and she didn't know that. 100%. This is a messy situation. Uh-huh. I guess the only difference is that they could have uh, they could have looked into it. There are simonim of islanders. But you're right. it's It's one of those where... You know, you did your best, whatever it is. But the point is, she has to leave because she's she she would not not allowed to marry this guy. Right. She was supposed to leave him. Okay, another case. Kasav cipher getle ish Okay, very, this is a little bit of a Mr. Magoo situation. You have a husband and wife show up to the cipher. The husband, they both, The husband gets the get, right, because he's going to give it to the wife. The wife gets the receipt. Right? she gets a receipt and they're supposed to swap and the husband gives her the get she gives him the receipt saying that I received it he holds on to it that's this proof you don't get a you don't get. no but it was written for whatever reason they wrote a receipt at that time they will not have to go later so they wrote a receipt the, the cipher gave it to the wrong people the cipher gave the get to the wife and the receipt to the husband and then they gave it to each other so in essence the wife gave him a get <laughs> and he gave her the receipt which is they gave the wrong papers. So he gave the husband, instead of giving him the get, he gave him the receipt. Don't, don't and, point to me. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, gave the, he gave the husband, instead of giving him the get to give to the wife, he gave him the receipt in an envelope. And he, instead of giving the wife the receipt, she gave him the get. So they gave papers to each other, thinking they were actually following a divorce. But in essence, what happened was the wife gave him the divorce. He gave her uh, you know, a CVS uh, card, whatever. So, so, in essence, nothing they're not divorced at all. She doesn't know this. She gets remarried, because she's like, I'm divorced. Never looks at the papers, right? She never looked at the dotted line. She gets remarried. So, the, the Misha says, After a while, The guy looks at his paper, and instead of finding a receipt, he has the get. She looks, and instead of she having a get, she has a receipt. The wife has to leave her second husband, right? Because... In essence, she was never divorced. She got a receipt from the husband. She was never divorced, so she committed adultery. Again, it's not her fault. I'm not going to blame her, but... Now, it says... Okay, so that's the first opinion. Revoluzar has a different take. is like this. is concerned about the following scenario. I understand that most likely, he never actually gave her the get. He probably just gave her a receipt. But if you trust him, then what's to stop a guy five years later? Let's say she loses the get, because a lot of times you lose papers, right? Five years later, he's like, Well, yeah, I'm just saying, but let's say she loses it, whatever it is. Five years later, he's like, I never gave you a get. I gave you a receipt. And the Mishnah says we believe me. So Ravlos is like, uh, 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 Not a good idea. So Ravlos says like this Imla alter Yotze, a get. You know what? If right after the divorce takes place, we check the gets and it's a receipt, okay, I get it. Then they never got divorced. But but if he's making this claim years later, No way. Why? He can't just marry, ruin the second marriage. Meaning, if he claims it right away, fine. But if he claims it five years later, I never gave you a get. I gave you a receipt. You know what? Then then he could just he could just be doing that because he wants to make her think she's a momzaris. whatever. She, she she committed adultery. So we don't believe it. Okay. What's Oh, so the Gemara is going to ask that question. So let's let's run through the Gemara. Gemara says like this. Now, first, the first part of the halacha was that if you use the wrong kingdom, so let's say in America, if instead of saying three years to Biden's uh, presidency, we write one year to King Charles's reign, not a good get. The Mishnah's example of not using a, good, a good, good the the kingdom that you're in is a malchus sheino You're in Bavel. And you use a Malchusheh you use an inappropriate kingdom. Who's an inappropriate kingdom? My The Romans. The Romans, that was their nickname. They were the inappropriate kingdom. Not Roy, they were, they were unworthy kingdom. So you're in Bava and you use the Romans. Okay, now why, why do you call the Romans, why are they termed the unworthy kingdom? Because the Romans don't have their own language and they don't have their own alphabet. They just stole from other kingdoms, so they, they're, they're, they're nothing. We're the, the vanilla. Everyone else is just flavored on top. Why is it that the rabbis instituted that you have to have not just a date, but you have to use that kingdoms? Right? We said if you don't use it, it's get puzzle. Why? So Shalom they did it for Shalom Malchus. that the kingdom would be like impressed, like oh the Jews are using our kingdom even for the divorce documents. Like, oh. shouldn't be... Uh, oh, so the Gemara says a Shalom Malkus teitsi v'avlad mamzer, and because so you tell me this whole thing is just for Shalom, and you don't keep Shalom, that's enough to make the kid's a mamzer. That seems a bit much. The Gemara says no, in yeah, Rav Meir he daamer, Rav Meir called Mshanim at Meishu, v'avlad mamzer. Ramey's opinion is that anytime you deviate from what Chazal wants, even if it's only rabbinic, they have the power to make it a Mabzer. So, yes, they, they wanted you to use the kingdom that you're in for the kavod of the kingdom, and if you deviate, they made the kid a Mabzer. Okay. Now, then the Mishnah listed certain kingdoms that are no good. You, if you use the Greeks, if you use Madai, also no good. So, the question is, why do you have to list them? Whatever. Anytime you use a kingdom that's not your own, Madai in Yavon, it's like, okay, oh, fine, shine. Keep listening. Like, well, also, then we said the b- building of the base of Middash and the destruction of the Beis So The Gemara is basically going to explain that the Chiddush of all of these is that, again, the whole issue with using another person's kingdom is that it's this disrespect to the kingdom you're in. Right? It's a disrespect to the kingdom you're in they are using someone else's kingdom. So the Gemara is saying the Chiddush of all this is like the Greeks and the, and the Modai are no longer in power. So you might think that your current monarchy won't mind. And then... And then the building of the bias is an added Chiddush because like, why would the kingdom care? Like, That's not even another kingdom. And the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, you'd think that that kingdom would be impressed. Like, oh yeah, they talk about their own destruction. Kemash 1, no. If you deviate at all, it's considered a B'zayim to the Malchus. The Gemara Spisa, it's You need all of these. again. If all you had were the Romans, because the Romans are still in reign. They're still in power at that time of the Gemara. And therefore, if you describe Rome, that's very disrespectful to your current kingdom. This let me yeah, of course. But if in the times of Bavel you use the kings of Modai and Yovan, which no longer exist anymore, might have a Maybe it's not disrespectful because they're no longer in existence. Kamashmala, no, it's a problem. Viashmin a malchus and if the Mishnah had only taught the kingdom of Greece and the kingdom of Madai, I'll say, Meshum you see, at least they were kingdoms, right? It's disrespectful because at least they were kingdoms at one point. I've been in bias, but if you use the date of going back to the Beis Hamikdash's building, what does that have to do with what is after? It? That's not a kingdom at all. It's not threatening to them. bias and if and then if it just listed that, I would say, yeah, the Amri of Chayu. I would say, yeah, that they're going to feel suspect because you're listing your building based on Then like that might threaten them, right? If the if the Babylonians hear that we're writing to the times back to when our base on was built, five thousand years since the based on was built, they'll be like, based built? What, what, what are they thinking? of planning something. Avel. bias, but if we list that it's been 1953 years since the base on the that's just painful for us. That why why would they be threatened by that? Kamash shmuland no. Kamash Malan, if you don't use you have an opportunity to show Shalom Malchus, you gotta take it. Okay, sure Then the Mishnah said another halacha that if you're in the East and you write you're in the West, puzzle, because it's a false document. Now the Gummar says a quick question. Who who's in the East and who's in the West? If it's the husband and wife, meaning the husband is 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 in the west, he's saying I'm from the west, and you're, you're not you. Someone's from New York, and they say he's from Philadelphia. First of all, of course that's possible because it's it's a falsified document. But also, the Mishnah had already said I roi I ra, If you write the full, the wrong city, so what does it mean that you you wrote east and west? We already covered the husband and wife are already covered because it says their cities, which means if you write the wrong city that they're in. Right, if you write that the get was written when John was in Queens and John was in Brooklyn, it's possible anyway. So what does it mean, east and west? So the Gemara says, man, who, who are the east and west that, that if they're listed incorrectly, apostles of the get. Elam about if it's the husband, I mean the husband and wife, whatever. Then hainu shina shemira That's that's the next part of the Mishnah. So you know what it means. Apparently in Gittin, I don't remember. I've seen Gittin before, but I don't, I don't remember like noticing this. The cipher writes where he is also. So the Sefer has to write where he is, where he's writing it. The Chidosh is that if he writes the wrong city, he's also possible. So if you write the wrong city for the husband and wife, that's possible. The Chidosh of the mish is if you write the wrong city for the Sefer. Now, why would the Sefer ever write the wrong city? The Gemara is going to say, sometimes Seferim, so if they're hired, let's say I, I hired him in Queens, but practically, for whatever reason, the husband was in Brooklyn, right? All the paperwork and the money, and I gave him all the cash, Queens. Happens to be the husband's like, listen, I'm at my office, come by my office, I'm in Brooklyn, I'll write the get right now. So sometimes a cipher might accidentally write queens because that's where he was hired. won't no, you have to write it where it's being written. Okay. The Do G- we write this letter, as uh, Shem Malchus? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think don't. we just write the, the 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 Jewish calendar and the secular year, the, the years. But the the town also. Yes. It? Yeah. But I don't think we write uh, no, President Marcus. Biden's uh, Malchus. <laughs> so the G- <laughs> G- says. El love cipher, Kadamrulu Rav the Safar, talking about the cipher, as Rav used to sell his cipher, the Chenomlu Rav and Rav would also instruct the cipher, Kiasvina Bashili, when you write a get in Shili, that was a city, Suva Bashili, write Shili, Vavagavdimimimsuchal Mili Bihini, even if you were hired and presented all the information in Hini, which was a neighboring town, like you're presenting all the information in Kew Gardens, but you write in Kew Gardens, write Kew Gardens Hills, you understand. By the way, just Agav, I want to mention a halacha. Uh, Gitten, I'm not, I'm not familiar with it. Ksubas, I'm a little more familiar with, just from going to weddings. Um, uh, Ksubas are a little more lenient, but we try to be as particular as Gitten because the people compare Gitten to Ksubas a lot. That's why we're so particular. Um, there's a big Shiloh in the Pesik, the very complicated thing of trying to figure out how do you define cities when it comes to Ksubas, it's because. In, in, I think in Europe it was a little easier, they just had a name, it was Lodge, like that was it. Over here, you have Kew Garden Hills, Queens, and Flushing. L- literally, all three are legitimate, and so the question is, what do you write? And you're, you're in a, you know, Throgsnecke, you know, you're in the Bronx by Marina, Bronx, all these things. So Rav Yaakov Shita, it's quoted, Is there different opinions, but Rav Yaakov Shita was always quoted, that he felt whatever, you go, by the, you go by the mailing system. Whatever is used for the mail, so then you write that. What do we think? I think flushing. I think we use flushing. I, according to Rav Yaakov, I would assume you write flushing over here. But there are different opinions. Yeah, so it was, yeah maybe yeah maybe, but it's a very complicated thing to try to figure out exactly what to use, and that's why when you go to weddings sometimes our opponent will disagree. But, but especially when it's you know it's it's you know it's Muncie, but it's also here. it says had different names. Queens as Maimon has three names, all in the same area, and all of us. If you use any of those three, we would all completely understand what you're talking about. So for these halachas, it is a little. You could see why these halachas are gay of writing the wrong place when, you know. Could be legitimate. Let's go to the next page. I'm Rabbi Dimashmua. Rabbi Dimashmua says Zudiv Rav Rameir was the one who said that if you use the wrong kingdom because it's a design for the kingdom, Bezden passled it. That's the Mishnah. That's Rameir's opinion. Avacham disagree. They say no. Afil loy l'shem santor shabir. Even if you wrote the get according to the years of the town's, uh, it's called register. It's it's like the uh, yeah, it was, uh, Rosenthal. What was he? What was he? What was Daniel Rosenthal? No, he wasn't like like a like a assemblyman. You write, I don't mean to disrespect for him, but you use a very low-level official. So instead of writing Biden's presidency, which is probably what you should write, conceptually, you write, whatever, a presidency, you write, uh, uh, you know, city councilman. Year two of the city councilman of Rosenthal. So the Chacham were okay with that. Rameyer would say it's possible. The Chacham were okay with that. Why? Because the Chachamim... The Chum, the Chum don't care. the Chum are not, uh, not concerned. They say, listen, it's a nice thing to show COVID, but if you're not going to show COVID, it's not going to be possible. Okay. <laughs> there was a get that was written according to the year of the governor of Bashkar. So that's the governor. Okay. The governor of New York, whoever it is. It's Adams? Is that Adams? Hokel. 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 Oh, the, Adam, the other one. I always get confused. <laughs> Who's Adam? He's the other one? uh the mayor, I always get mayor and governor, I always get confused. It's still pataki to me. Now, so, so the, the governor, so the governor, so you write the governor of New York, so what's the Gemara say? What's the halacha? He says, Rameir is okay with that. Why? What's the whole Indian Rameir? You don't want to show bazillion to America, right? Rameir's point is that if in America I write King Charles' kingdom, it's a bazillion to America. Over here, I pick the governor. The governor is part of the government of America. It's not a bizarre, it's fine. I, city councilman, or state assemblyman, that we said is possible. But a governor is fine. What's the difference? I mean, we know the difference. The difference is, a governor is a respected position. It's a hush of a position in the government. So if you use governor, okay, shine. If you use city councilman, when the government hears about that, they're like, city councilman, that's what they that's what they think of us. And that's a bizarre. The whole point is covered. If you use a high enough person, a senator, a governor, a mayor, that's hush enough in the kingdom that the kingdom respected it. Okay. Amrav rav, de Rameh. This is our mayor's opinion. Kasher, the chum hold, meaning. The the chum feel that with all these things, uh, the, 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 let's say a person, uh, you know, let's say you use the wrong monarchy, whatever it is, the chum agree that it's a bizarre, but the chum it's a kosher. The chum's opinion is that if you go, if you deviate from chazal on a rabbinic concept, it's not going to make the kid a mamzer. If you use the get, have a kosher. We're not going to say that the yeah, kid's a mamzer. Okay, fine. Maybe you shouldn't have used the get. Is the it's fine? But Rame, the Chum do agree, meaning, so the, listen, Rameir holds if the get is possible, the, the kids are Mamzer. If the get's is on the kids are Mamzer. The is just like super tedious. The are like, listen, if it's only the Rabban, it's, it's fine. But the Chum are moda, imshina shmo, vishma, vishemiro, vishemira. But the, even the Chum agree that if you use the wrong names, change the husband's name, change the wife's name, change the city name, that's Avlad Mamzer. Even the Chum agree that if you invalidate the get biblically, if you use the wrong information, okay, fine. Listen, you don't don't show covenant to America, it's fine. But you you, you use the wrong husband's name. You write instead of Chaim, you write Yitzchak. Okay, this puzzle. They might prove it to you. It says in our Mishnah, our Mishnah described the first part about the kingdom, and then the Mishnah had a special clause. The Mishnah then said, if you use the wrong names, the vlad's puzzle. So the Gemara says, Why is this added? Why is this separate case added? It can't be for a mayor, because our mayor already said that if you deviate from the kingdom, it's possible. So why does the Mishnah have to then say, you change the name? Just say, if you deviate in any form from the kingdom, from the name, you don't have to have a special clause. The fact that there's a special clause, that means that according to the Chamb, that there is a scenario where the Chamb agree that the, that the get is possible. Okay. Now, the Gemara is a quick question, okay? Let's go to the next case. Again, I know it's a little complicated, just try, to, you know, I'll try my best to explain it. You have the case of Etzara, yeah? So there's two women that are falling for Yibum. One co-wife is an erva to the perspective Yibam, so she's not doing Yibum. No, no one's going to marry the daughter for Yibum, so she's out, and the co-wife is also out, so the co-wife, Rachel, marries someone else, gets a phone call, says, hey, your co-wife was an islandess, so she was never in the picture, you should have done Yibum." So the, the woman's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I have a husband now. So the rabbi's like, divorce him. She's like, okay, do I do yibam now? Nah, you're not doing yibam. you do Chalitza. Okay. You can't do yibam when you already married someone else. What if, what if instead of marrying her husband, she's just been living with him? She wasn't so from, and instead of marrying uh, you know, John, she's been living with John. So she gets a call from the rabbi saying, hey, where are you? Where are you? I'm, I'm, I have an apartment with my boyfriend. And they say, um, okay, uh, can she do Yibam now? Because she was never married to him. The question is, if you're Mizana, when, instead of doing Yibam, you're Mizana with someone else, does that invalidate you from Yibam? That's the question. That with somebody else or with the husband? No, no, with someone else. Mizana with someone else. She has a boyfriend. She's living with her boyfriend. Why should it? So the potential issue is that the Gemara says, Nisu in the, the Gemara speaks it The Gemara says the implication is the only reason why she can't do yibum is because she married someone else. But if she was just Mizana with someone else, she could do yibum. as my father said, why not? The problem is this is not like Ravam Nuna Ravam Nuna holds that if a woman is waiting to do Yibam and she is with someone else, she's not allowed to do Yibam. Why? By the way, it's an optic thing people see her living with someone else. And they're going to think, why is she living with someone else? I thought she was waiting to do yibam. So you know what they're going to say? She probably did chalitza already. Okay. Then they find out two weeks later she's did yibam now. And they're like, I thought she did chalitza. I guess you could do Yibam after Chalitza. That's, that's the concern. The concern is when you see her living with another guy, people are going to think that that part of her chapter of her life is finished, and then if she ends up doing Yibam, they're going to say, well, I, I guess you could do Yibam after Chalitza. So Rav Amnuna feels that it's possible. So our Mishnah implies that the only issue is that she married someone, but had she done Znus, she could do Yibam. Rav Amnuna says, not like that. Rav Amnuna can't argue on a Mishnah. So the Gemara says, no, Lazinu. When the Mishnah says that if she lived with married someone, she can't do yibam it means znus also the, the mission just don't want to talk about uh, you know a boyfriend girlfriend living together but the truth is it will be the same halachic ramification there'll be no difference if she married John or been living with John it's the same thing the opposite so let's say uh, <laughs> Correct. Correct. In that case, yes. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. But I guess that for this carry, for this scenario, the Mishnah feels the halach is the same, and the Mishnah didn't want to talk about like as uh, nos. It's a weird thing. So the Ikkadami and some have a different version of the back and forth. According to this version, the Gemara assumes nos is also a problem. Oh, Instead of being a kasha of oh, Ravam it's a riot of Ravam Nuna. Lemetabitiv Ravam Nuna, Lem Seil Ravam Nuna, Dharm Ravam Nuna, Shayme, is in Sasul this is a proof to Ravam Nuna, and the Gemara says, La, Ynisu, Dafka, Mishin, the Michleva, Shalach, Bailam, Dinisayam. No, 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 no. It's only a problem if they married someone else. But if she had Nus and someone, she could do Yibam, and it's not like Ravam Nuna. So, okay. You could see why Rav Hamnuna's opinion is a little bit troubling because what are people going to again? What's Rav Hamnuna's concern? They're going to see her shacking up with John, living with John, and they're going to say, "I thought uh, she. What about Yibum? So, oh, she must have done Khalitz already. But she must have done chalitz. She's such a big tzadik because she's living with a guy out of wedlock. So, it's it's a little bit troubling if she married someone Kedas Moshe v'yisrael. I understand Rav is saying, listen. I understand that premise. If she married someone, you can't then have her do yibam, because they're going to say, how'd she marry someone? She must have done chalitza already. uh, And then she's doing yibam after chalitza. I understand. But she's like living with someone. We're going to think that she's such a from person that she did chalitza first. (laughs) Whatever. It's a strange thing. Okay, fine. Now, the Gemara just has a question. That was the first case. The first case in the Mishnah was you have a co-wife, is an erva, then she turns out to be an islandess. She's got to leave her husband. Then the second case was co-wives, no erva. One of them does yibum. The other lady marries John, and then they get a call. Hey, that lady who did yibum, she's an islandess. So they're both like... Incredibly similar. And the question is why do you need both? They're, they're both the basic the same thing, which is a woman married someone else instead of do yibum because she thought she was exempt from Yibum. One because she was a co-wife to an erva who happened to be an islandist, The second one is because her co-wife did yibum and turns out to be an islandist. So well, why do you need both? the so, comparison is something very simple. You see, in the second case, I could see why we should be lenient with her in the second case. Why? At least her co-wife did yibum. Like, she waited, she saw her co-wife do yibam, she's like, we did the mitzvah, good job, everybody. And then she marries someone. I could see Chazal saying, you know, you know, In the first case, where she didn't even do yibam at all, she was just like, my co-wife's an I'm out. Okay, you could see. Him. The second case, your co-wife did yibam, it's like, I did everything, I dotted all the i's and crossed all the t's and if I only had the second case we should the and the opposite I could say well in the second case we'll punish you because at least you were eligible for Yivam at some point from your perspective you, you should have done it properly in the first case where your Ko was an erva it's like you didn't even you, you you weren't even brought down to Bezdin. like in the second case you were invited to Bezdin, they told you all the halachas, so you should have made sure you're not an islandist. but in the first case it's like Bezdin it, it was like this morning right there's no takana right there's a mile there. Is a mile. He came he came over me during tachan and he said, "I have two brisim today." I said, "What?" I did. I did. He's. I'm a mile. I said, oh, okay, fine. Like this. You know, it's like you, you weren't even eligible. So I could see why you need both cases. We stopped in the middle. We in the middle. Well, we weren't. We weren't. We didn't do the, the falling yet. Um, okay, let's just finish up the Gemara. Okay. So the Mishnah, the first opinion. Again, you have a case where they give each other manila envelopes. Years later, they open it up, and the husband's like, How? whoops, and the wife is like, I have, the, uh, I have the receipt, and the husband's like, I have the get. And they realized, so the first opinion's like, well, she's committed adultery, get it. is like, no way, I can't do this. If it's, if it's right away, fine, but if it's years later, if it's later, no good, why? Because then she, he could just mess her up. And he could mess up her second marriage. Now the Gemara says you asked a question, which is what's the definition of right away or later? So the Gemara says, what's the definition of right away and what's the definition of later? So Yehuda calls if they're at, actually on, in the bezdin settling the divorce, that's right away. They got up and adjourned. So according to Velazir, it's you, you, you. if he shows up the next day and says, no, we don't believe you. Obviously, listen, if they have the papers, that's different. But if the papers are gone, he can't just say, I, I have the, no, no, no. It has to be where the mistake is caught, in Bezin. Okay. <laughs> Rebbe Barava has a very different take, and he says, it's an interesting opinion. He says it's not a time thing. It's, did she remarry? If she remarried already, too late. If she didn't remarry, meaning it's not a matter of time. It, it could be three years later. If she's still single, then we're going to c- believe him because he's not, messing any, he's not messing her up. If she's already remarried, it could be, the next day. well, I mean, you have to wait a couple months. But, but yeah, whatever, forget about that. Three months. It could be three months. Then yeah. So, so he, he feels, it's not a time thing. It's a her status thing. So the Gemara says, who does our Mishnah kind of sound like? Our Mishnah kind of sounds like Ravada Barava, because what does the Mishnah say? Why does Rav say he doesn't believe the husband? Because you can't mess up the second husband. That implies that there's a second husband. That kind of sounds like Ravada Barava, that the, the whole problem is you're messing up the second guy. The Mishnah says, Rav says, you don't, you don't have the right to mess up the second husband. Ravada Barava makes a lot of sense. He holds that the whole means there's a second husband. but according to Shmuel, that it's the next day. What do you mean, second husband? There's no second husband. It's it's the next day already. My shani. says It means the, the potential future second husband. You don't have the right, meaning once they've already adjourned court, you don't have the right to mess up a potential future second husband. It's not that there's an actual second husband now. Alright, we'll stop here and we'll pick it up uh tomorrow. That's it.